join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility. We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is Higher higher consciousness. Consciousness. I am a conduit of nature. Higher consciousness. Is that what we're doing today? <laughs> yes, we are. It's Higher Consciousness Day every Thursday, oh right? Oh my goodness. Welcome. <laughs> yes. Season, season five. five. Episode two. Yeah, I, I don't know. About. We didn't plan that. I did. I did. No, I'm I just planned kidding. it before we did it. Dave. Yeah, we knew beforehand. But we're on episode two of season five, and today we're going to be talking all about self love, since Ooh. it is the season of love. Self love. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about breakups the last time, so we should mm-hmm. probably bring up the bring up the energy level a little. Well, we wanted to explore all the spectrums of love, you know, not just the not just the, not just the, the happy, happy rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to explore the the sad and the angry and right. the the frustrated, you know. Well, those events often are just as important if not more so to your growth and to pushing you towards you know your ultimate expression Mm -hmm. of love Mm -hmm. by finding the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with yes yeah self-love is necessary for that and we have annabelle joining us today annabelle's all about self-love yeah she's all about self-love she really is all about she treats herself very well yes she does She bathes herself constantly. Yeah, she's the cleanest kitty. She's always looking for love and attention and affection. Mm-hmm. Especially lately, because we've been working a lot it. lately. So. Yeah, she knows how to enjoy it. She's not always looking for the next lap to sit on, yeah. like some kitties. Yeah. <laughs> she She's an independent kitty. Well, they're all independent kitties. Yeah, but she loves her mama very much. She does much. love her mama. Anyways, <laughs> so self-love. Many different definitions, I think self-love yeah but wait um, we can't get into it before we bless and Kristen oh my and goodness like what is happening i just wanted That's to launch unusual. right into it i know well you're getting all distracted with your kitty over there well you know <laughs> so i'm gonna be using um my new bundle Double today that i <laughs> that i launched as a part of my indiegogo so for those of you who are listening via a meaningful dream so if you go to my website uh, meaningfuldream.com the first banner will give you a direct link to my indiegogo so meaningful i dream. yeah <laughs> so i just launched my indiegogo which is a crowdfunder for my deck that i have been creating called let's take a trip it is based off of my magic mushroom experiences lsd and some cannabis and some of the universal truths and secrets and knowledge that i uncovered during those altered states. So I'm creating a new divination tool. It's going to be 108 cards, a box and lid cover. It will come with a booklet, right? And then every, uh, it's going to be $55 for the deck. It also will be um, $11 per deck will be donated to Decriminalize Nature Michigan to help make these sacred medicines more 
accessible and legal in, accessible. Mich in Michigan. It's already decriminalized in Hazel Park and in Ann Arbor, so that's, that's right. pretty amazing. Working on Grand Rapids right now. And Detroit. And Detroit. Which is amazing. So very excited about all of those things. So yes, if you would like to contribute to that, please visit meaningfuldream.com via Indiegogo and you'll find this bundle, which is called Mary Jane. And it has hemp, mullein, sweetgrass, basil, white pine, and oregano. So it's helping. Pretty, pretty eclectic yeah. grouping. But well, it is a very like, eclectic grouping. It's but all like earthy. Well, that's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be very earthy. I wanted to kind of like smell like Mary Jane without I was, it. I wasn't expecting the basil. Well, I said basil and I was like, hmm, interesting ingredient. They're all feminine. They're all really cleansing. They're all really grounding. And they're mm. all really great for relieving stress and anxiety. So Which that's is another, why I created this. It's like a part of self-love, you know, cleansing your mm. space. Yeah, cleansing your space, creating a sacred space for yourself, yeah. like doing things that fulfill you with joy and passion. Uh, so yeah, this See, is tying it all one in. of those one of those things. Just so look at it, how beautiful this is. Look at how myself. Open up any energies or open up the space. You cleanse days. Ah, careful. Sometimes you, you light my beard on fire with that thing. I have not lit your beard on fire. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. Yet, she says. Yet. So I'm going to let that keep burning. Yeah, it's going to keep not going. It, it's going to tip. Oh, it's going to tip. No, we won't. We'll be fine. See? Look at that. See? Look at that. All right, so bless we'll this, let that continue Bless this Mary Jane. Yes, and shout out to Better Butter Brothers. Better Devin Butter Brothers. Tyler for providing us. This beautiful sherb cake which we'll be smoking on the show today. And Annabelle's like, and, and that's done. when I go. And I'm done. <laughs> you guys baby. are going to start smoking. I'm she, done with this. Well, she doesn't like, uh, I don't think, I think, yeah, I think all the smoke bothers her. Yeah. Um, well, the smoke from that is like great blowing in her face. So. Yeah, I was trying not to get it there. We'll put it more here in the center. Oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, my goodness. There it goes. Okay. All right, so here it. we go. Ready? Let's Bless take it. a deep breath. Bless you, Mary Jane, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for your unconditional love and your abundance, your sacred knowledge and medicine that you offer us. May you open up the hearts and the minds and the perspectives of those listening and or watching. May we come off very clearly and concisely and give a lot of good juju towards self-love. May we have a dope time. May we have fun. And thank you for all of your love. Again, bless you and thank you. So dope baby. So dope baby. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Dave does not, I've discovered that that voice Dave hates. It's not so great. So I not do it favorite. more often now. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, Dave. Especially when I'm trying to be sexy and be like, yeah, Dave. Yeah. What do you think of those titties now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is hilarious. <laughs> no. It's really not hilarious. It's, uh, it is boner killing is what it is. It is boner killing. It chokes the life out of my boner. Well, you know. So, anyways, so part of self-love is knowing what you like and what you don't like, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do like, what I, I do, do love like, you though. What I do like.
is doing things that are, you know, joyful for yourself, yes. right? Because with self-love, usually you're, I think a lot of people don't have as close a connection to self-love as we ought to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of us are taught within our culture to seek out love outside of ourselves mm-hmm. in order to feel fulfilled. And that we can't find it inside of ourselves. Um, the only people... So backwards. Yeah, it's really, really backwards. The only people that I think really, truly um, have an understanding of what it's like are people that have, like, a connection to, like, a religious sort of spiritual, you know, source. Yeah, it doesn't you know, have people, to necessarily be People are like, yeah. I'm connected to Jesus. Jesus and I are in a relationship, you know, it's like, well, that's, Jesus is you, though, so, like, you're really talking about your relationship you're, you're, with yourself, yeah, with you yourself. know, so, right. interesting. Well, yeah, because, self, so, self-love is definitely essential to, I think, anything in life, honestly. Like, I feel like once we can truly love ourselves, and this love that we have for ourselves also is honoring the parts of ourselves that we may not enjoy and love that much. And I think it's essential to, needs to be unconditional. Yeah, it really truly does need to be unconditional. <coughs> and it's like the root of I think a lot of things. Like especially well, in a relationship, like you need to and it's not to say you can't have a relationship without loving it. I mean you could totally be in a relationship and not love yourself, but I guarantee you that it might not be a fulfilling relationship for you. No. Um, but that doesn't, Probably and that's not necessarily it. true. You know, we could be in moments where we're not loved because there we go through ebbs and flows. Because there's times where I know that I'm not very much in love with myself. And that doesn't mean that I can't have a fulfilling relationship, but it's about well, if you're hmm. searching for a relationship and have, you have yet to love yourself in the way that is unconditional and compassionate and empathetic then you may end up finding a partner that also doesn't love themselves and therefore it becomes a relationship that just is, it can become toxic, it can become um, codependent, it could become so many different things that it really just doesn't need to be if you were to just take that time to just love yourself. Because loving yourself sometimes is kind of hard. Well, loving yourself is like being in a relationship with a person. Yeah. So you have to, you know, understand what your true wants and needs are um, outside of what society tells you or what Mm -hmm. structures you've kind of grown up within are are trying to push you towards, right? Because uh, oftentimes the, the societal structures are set in place to perpetuate one particular perspective, right? Yeah. Um, but unfortunately for that, um, there are too many nuanced perspectives within our reality. So we have to be open, we have to be understanding enough, even within our own selves and our own hearts, um, about what we want, what we, what makes us passionate, um, and what we want to tolerate, you know, like what you were saying, when you're in a relationship that's not supporting you, or when you're in a relationship that's not clearly working, right, you need to do something about that, right, I've been in relationships where stuff wasn't working, and I didn't do anything about it, and it just dragged on, and on, and on, and on, and on, and you look back on it, and you're like, well, you feel like you've wasted a lot of time, now, I don't think anybody ever wastes time because everybody's right where they need to be all the time. Yep, everything there is relevant to the journey. But, 
you know, you still have that that feeling of like, well, fuck, if I should, if I would have said something, yeah. then we wouldn't have had, we would have gone through all of that. But that's the thing is, you weren't at that consciousness level to even do that, right? Yeah, to have that thought, or right. to even like, or to be courageous enough to do that, because it's also within yourself. You're, I know for myself, <coughs> when I was in relationships, I felt very. <coughs> I felt as if it was difficult for me to criticize or to say something negative to the other person because that would inspire them to think negatively about me and possibly want to leave me. So I always kept a lot of stuff to myself because I just felt like, well, if I speak up too loudly, then that person might be like, well, this person is not really fit in my lifestyle, so I'm going to, you know, leave them. So, uh... I think when it comes to self-love, though, you have to you have to get over that need to love or find love through someone else, right? Mm-hmm. If you love yourself, then you're never going to put up with any of that stuff. You're never you're always going to put you forward and say, "Well, if I don't enjoy this or I'm not really digging this, I want to talk about it and understand like maybe is there a different perspective that I can learn here to mm-hmm. better myself?" Mm-hmm. Cuz I've gone through that too. Yeah. Know? Where you talk to somebody or you're with somebody and, you know, they teach you something, you know, different by pulling you out of your comfort zone. Well, yeah. putting you into a different situation, you That's know? what expanding is, is pulling yourself right. out of a comfort zone that you have been accustomed to for quite some time. But it's nice when you can do it for yourself. You yes. Know? And yes. push yourself to go outside your comfort zone, you know. That's another I form think of that's, self-love. That's the, yeah, I think that's the ultimate goal is to be right. able to... It's like a understanding that you can trust yourself enough and also a little bit of the universe too because remember you're co-creating and we're a part of that universe too that you're going to have that support to be able to expand and learn. And it could go either way, but that doesn't mean that the way that it goes is necessarily like bad. Like I don't know, it's like harder and harder to see good and bad, like you know, like more and more yeah, because like I you can you. see the but at the same time, like, we know when things are not good for us. We know when, when things are not um, in alignment with us. I like to say sometimes in alignment you do it better. Anyway, yeah, and sometimes you do it anyway because guess what? Sometimes you have to learn the hard way. Sometimes your consciousness or your being isn't going to know until maybe you've hit rock bottom or until maybe yeah. you've um, hit a certain point in your life. So, it, you know, some things act as a trigger and it can provoke you to create more time and space for self-love and I think self-love has to be a daily ritual it's not just like once you like love yourself enough and you attract the right partner that's it you don't get that doesn't mean like you get to like fall behind the things like you still need to like especially especially when you are in a relationship especially yeah especially when you're in a relationship you must and have to keep up with your own self-love and make sure that you do things solely for yourself solely for your own personal well-being because if you're not good if your cup isn't filled then how do you expect to fill another person's cup how do you expect to to really truly you know i think be there we can definitely be the container and be there for support and uh compassion with one another but i think it's also understanding our own boundaries and limits and that is an act of self-love is understanding those boundaries and limitations that we may have mentally physically emotionally or even spiritually well and being open about that you know mm-hmm. not there's something in my nose uh boogers um yeah duh but like anytime yeah, we talk about 
and spiritual stuff sometimes my nose gets like really itchy well because the spirit's going you're right liz and they all go like this itchy 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 itchy, itchy. you're right liz you're right you're right you're right <laughs> i know it's like annoying ridiculous anyway it's in their nose itching I was gonna probably to talk about uh, how I was gonna you know probably because I can't really remember right now, so That's I'm guessing as to what I was going to say. Uh, but I was thinking about how you know you have to treat relationships with your or the, the relationship with yourself as you would with any other person. Oh, my you know, so now. oh no, we're I'm gonna sorry. go through the itches. <laughs> going through the itches. Okay. You're right there. Are you good? <laughs> you seem just like loving you, myself. Yeah, I was just like, are you <laughs> just okay? Trying to like it's quite quite interesting situation that we got going just on. Trying here. to not um, freak out. No, not that. Just trying no, to not itch. itch. What is happening? Ugh. What are you doing? Nothing. Just contagious. What? I'm not contagious. It's just so. The spirits are strong in this house. Spirits I'm, are strong in this house. They truly yeah. are. I must say. Um, okay, I think I'm okay now. All right. <laughs> So, um, when it comes to self-love for me and my journey with it, like, I, what? Why are you laughing at me? I was just like, to... I just love how we're like, let's just go into it like nothing happened. Well, we have to. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Like, a, talk about it for the next, like, ten minutes? No, 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 no. I was just, I just enjoyed that transition. Okay. It was Yes, great. it was, uh, I was trying to just... Make a break and then no, keep going. No, that's fine. I All know right. exactly what you're doing. I so, just have an appreciation for it. Right. So when I, <laughs> I first started with my self-love journey, mm -hmm. I think it was when I first started with my spirituality, you know, mm -hmm. um, research and development, which was like 10 years ago now. 2012. Uh, yeah, 2011, 2012, somewhere around right, there. Yeah. Um, Gosh, and, uh, that really so like gross. exploded within me. It was a huge passion of mine for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and I practiced a lot of that stuff all the time. And I was looking for, cause at the time I was, you know, madly searching for a companion and dating all these different types of people and, uh, not finding a lot of luck in the love department and kind of coming back and feeling like, why, why not me? Why not me? Kind of thing. And then I started to research self-love and the idea of like cultivating love within yourself and you know the um, the power that you can create with that. So I investigated it for quite a while. I practiced it for quite a while. I felt as if I had gotten certain things. You know, I broke through certain things, certain barriers. Um, however, you know, over the years I kind of fell out of that practice, and now I'm coming back around to it and. The self-love practices that I'm doing now are a lot more intense, a lot more self-actualizing uh, and emotional. Um, things that I wasn't even close to when I first went down this path, you know, 10 years ago. What are some of um, your self-love practices for our listeners and watchers, just so they, you know, honest, can understand what some of that what Honestly, that means. the biggest self-love thing for me <laughs> is just meditation. Um you know, being within just dark awareness. Um, I know it just sounds like a void of nothing 
and it sounds like kind of scary, but it's what it is. You know, it is a void of nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you're in it for a long time, when you sit in it, you know, I meditate. When I do, I try to meditate between a half hour to an hour. And uh, when you get into those states, you open up a channel into your being. You know, there's uh, because. What I, be- what I believe we think <coughs> consciousness really is, is just more of an awareness, mm-hmm. an, an observer, an energy of, uh, an energy of obs- a conscious observation. And it's observing itself at play in infinite different forms. And it embodies, it, you know, these different bodies, these different objects and, and environments. Mm-hmm. And it all is the same awareness. But a lot of us are disconnected from it because we don't remember that. We, we, we're not connected to it. We, we can't remember past a, per, a certain point in our existence um, as this human being. So when we get into meditation, though, we have a chance to actually connect to all that we are, which is just this ever-infinite existence of awareness. Yeah. Um, and it's apart from thoughts, though. You know, thoughts are the, the trappings, I think, of the mind and the ego that are sort of trying to keep you in this state of individualism and this sense of, like, survival of the self. And as much as that's good for yourself and you need that um, in order to be a participant of this experience here on Earth, because mm-hmm. this is a curriculum... Right, we came here. We chose to do this for a reason, and there is a story that I've heard multiple times about incarnating here, about people not wanting to incarnate here again, but they are doing so because it's important and because it's a very um, well, it's important a part of the transition. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, it's a, it's an interesting thing because I've heard that multiple times recently from people, especially older mystics. Saying, like, I know I didn't want to incarnate here, but I chose to enlist in order to, like, help out the... Because it's, it's a lot of work, and yeah, I can get... Like, a, I, think, I think what it is, is, it's like, I think these older mystics... Because think about, think about the time that we're in right now, and think about what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, these mystics and priestesses and shamans... Processes! And, <laughs> and magic makers have been around for a really long time. And they have been working their asses off to help raise the collective consciousness. And they have been doing that for years. And if we're just now starting to get to a point where consciously are, we're remembering why we came here and what we're here to do from. And like we also understand that before things are going to get better, they're also going to get worse at the same time because without destruction there is no creation at some point right Mm. so there's going to be more that's going to happen and i think because of they know that and they're aware of that because they're already they're already exhausted they're tired and it's like it's i think that's really what it comes down to because there's been so many years and energy spent towards trying to Remember and remind people that we're what we need to love ourselves and that love is the ultimate energy here And that it's important for us to have these practices for not only our own spirituality, but for our 
growth and just well-being as not only as people as individuals but as a cosmic consciousness together mm -hmm. so they're tired and they're tired of like telling people and like nobody's really truly listening at least that's what it feels like and the, the thing is is I feel like that's why we're seeing such a rise of these children oh. who are really intuitive um, that are coming up to the forefront you know there's people like even at my age that are starting to rise to the occasion as well mm -hmm. and I think it's just what it is it's just they're tired and they've been coming here for a long time and it's time for us to start making these changes and start understanding that <clears throat> love truly is like the root of it all like love is the the only emotion that was the first emotion what did barking dogs say at ethofest that they danced <laughs> I'd be curious to hear how he got that name. Like, I would be very curious to hear. Like, I don't, I don't remember, know that he, history. He said he, he was, uh, he classified himself as like one of the warriors during the like the hippie movement back in the '60s. You know, so like he was probably somebody who like caused the ruckus. Well, yeah, I for him imagine. to be on the FBI and CIA watch Native American watch list, like, I mean, but even then, that's just fucking America targeting our indigenous people, people who've been here much longer than we have, purely because they've been here longer than we have, and that their ways are different, and that they believe in the natural law where the <coughs> government, and it's not, a, it's not a thing against the, the government, but they just believe in the natural law, and like, as we've seen, the government doesn't really honor that so much. That's why we are where we are. The that's why our Mother Earth is law. crying so long. Yeah, that's why Mother man's Earth is law. like calling for us. And so love is, self-love truly is important. And so um, you were sharing some of your... Well, med meditation is Meditation a is one. a big one. Right. Um, for me, it's, di you know, divination. Like divination mm -hmm. is a way for me it's to explore one. the self. Um, and to understand the self and to maybe peer into parts of myself that mm. I couldn't normally do. I also mm. am, uh, my wow. dreams, doing, working, bad. writing in my dream journal every day is also an act of self-love for me. Um, you know, eating healthy, eating, like, making sure I drink wa enough water throughout the day is an act of self-love. Yeah, but I eat Skittles because I love myself too, so... <laughs> Well, yeah, that's you treating yourself, you I know, like, like <laughs> I like Skittles. Yeah, self-love is also treating yourself to some good-ass weed, to, like, a good movie that maybe you enjoy, or an activity that brings you joy, or right. some good art, or friends, However, or there's a, a nice luxury bath. There is a level about. where, Going you know, thrifting for you got to make sure you're staying for in me, love. For me, that's, like, an act of self-love. you got to make sure that you're staying in love but with yourself. I just wanted to... <laughs> All I was so going to say was that you have to make sure that you're staying in love with yourself and not just trying to chase the experience, right? Uh, because I think far too often a lot of us have an experience that's like really great with something and it's usually like the first few times that you've had it because it's like super new and exciting. And then you constantly partake in that over and over and over because you're chasing it right mm -hmm. but you're doing it like all the time and that's not entirely like the same as you know telling yourself well 
I'm going to wait until a particular time and then we're going to do this. You know what I mean? So like when we smoke, like we typically, you know, work for a period of time and then we take a break and then we smoke, right? Yeah, because we love ourselves for, to, you know, yeah, we're, to know better that if we were to smoke all day, we wouldn't right. be able to do the other things that we would need to do. Exactly, right? So that's finding the balance, work. finding the balance, that's like the whole key, I think, to love itself honestly is to finding the balance between the desire that you have for an experience or the desire that you have for you know something mm -hmm. and your complete and utter indulgence in it to the point where you lose yourself in it yeah. right um, because you can Which lose you can. like your own well-being in partaking in Skittles. Like, I could literally eat, like, an entire bag of Skittles and it would make me feel sick and I would have to pee, right? Like, not good. But if you only eat a little bit, you that's fine. You know, that's yeah. a little treat. You know, you're loving yourself, but you're also telling yourself, because you have that voice, uh, always is like, you could have a little more. You, like, take a little more, dude. Yeah, like, there's always you know? that. So it's yeah. just like, no, yeah. I'm good. Like, yep. I've had my fill for right now. Um, and that's the balance, right? Mm -hmm. And you have that ability within any expression of love, right? So, like, when you're with somebody and, you know, you're like, well, I just want to make sure that we're not overdoing it here. I want to make sure that there's some, you know, mystery left, right? Like, you don't want to have sex on the first date, right? That's, yeah. No. no, you don't want to do that. But you I mean, stretch if it you, out. If but I mean, like, that's that's if that's what makes sense for that person. I suppose. Because I know many people who are married happily that had sex on the first date. True. I feel like that's just... I'm not uh, saying it's impossible. No, but I'm I think that's, like, that's your understanding. Your, so, like, for Dave, that's, that's his balance. That's his limitations and his, uh, I think, what he would prefer. But I think there's many people out there that, you know, that specifically. But no, you're right. It's about finding a balance that works for you, for you which mm -hmm. balance such how libra season right we're in libra season right now libra, libra. libras are all about partnerships they're all about relationships about Freaking love they're libras. ruled by venus they're like the masculine version What's up of with venus these libras i know right i'm a libra <laughs> libras are very uh they're very charismatic they can fit well with a lot of people um, they can understand and see all sides of things, um, which is why a lot of Libras are like in law or anything of that kind yeah. of justice nature. Intuitive. Yeah, intuitive even intuitive, natures. like the balancing, the balances Makes of sense. the universe and things like all that. All witches are born in October. <laughs> Not all of us are born in October. <laughs> That's funny though. I was say, there's so there many different be weird kinds if you were of just, witches out ah, there, baby. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like pulling my hat down, and my head was like, ah. <laughs> Sorry. Girl, what you doing? Yeah. So, anyway, so the one thing that I think is really interesting about self love is that, mm. you know, I want to talk more about the, the times where it's really hard to love yourself. Oh, man. The, like, heavy. The, yeah, well, because. I feel Heavy like sauce. that's where a lot of us, I think, struggle because I think when we're feeling great about life, it's pretty easy to love ourselves, right? Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. And um, when things in life are maybe not 
so great, or so it would seem, or things in life are heavy, I think it becomes more challenging to love ourselves because we can easily get lost in whatever is happening or not happening. That's true. Well, I mean, I, I feel as though that's the challenge. That's the, the tool in which we can put ourselves up to that mirror in that moment and ask ourselves, okay, you know, why is this, why is this happening? Why am I, you know, feeling upset or sad or afraid or jealous or whatever it may be? Um, because we all go through those moments. We all have moments where we feel defeated or we feel like we are not the best, we're not putting our best foot forward or even inside, even if it looks like on the outside we are or keeping it together, maybe on the inside you're breaking up, you know, and you just mm -hmm. have no idea what to do next. Mm -hmm. um, and those are not the, the moments that are very easy for you to have a connection to your self-love. You're actually very disconnected from it. That's part of the reason why you're ex expressing that emotion, you know. Um, so, again, I feel like meditation is something that brings you back exploring your joy mm -hmm. doing things that are joyful for you in, in your own heart right yeah. um talking with people or, or journaling <clears throat> and getting it out you know and I just think speaking all, aloud yeah, exactly. speaking the words out loud is what really helps as well um because it gets it out of you you're actually able to like give it some breath give it some air to like yeah get you're not out. keeping it all inside right right um and I think ultimately time and just recognizing <clears throat> that another day will occur and then another and another and another. So eventually you're going to get to a point where your consciousness has changed. Mm -hmm. You are in a different place because we are all shifting. Like I look at time as we are all shifting from parallel universe to parallel universe to parallel universe. It's every split second of the day, yeah. right? Every single moment. Right? I mean, can we really truly um, quantify what a moment is? I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. like, like we had, it's like, then, done, 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 done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's so instantaneous. It's so, um, <clears throat> it happens within, like, and the craziest thing about it is it's happening within a particular set of, um, spatial parameters and and uh time because like if we were to take our perspective and move it out beyond earth it's going to rotate to us in a, a faster per, you know perspective so like mm -hmm. time on earth is actually going to speed up right the faster you move away from earth and the other thing about it is if you're expanding your consciousness to a place of infinite time then you're going to start to see things in a very different way, right? Yeah, I mean, think about different. think about watching a movie at like ten times the speed, you know, like. <laughs> but like that could be how infinite beings look at our existence. But maybe you know? to them it doesn't feel like it's going that fast. Right, to them right. it could feel like a normal pace. Exactly, because their existence can process all of that that is going on mm -hmm. within that time. You in know, that frame, space, yeah. Right. So everything is relative. Yep. We've understood that for quite some time. Um, I think that when you put all of that together, that is a recipe for true transformation out of 
a state of not loving yourself or being in a place where you have a, are, are in a challenge with loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Be it, you know, being sad or afraid or in pain or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, and maybe even, maybe even having the ability to have some love for that experience, you know, giving that experience of grief or sadness or frustration or whatever it is, some love itself. Yeah. You know, for what it is doing for for you. Well, yeah, because like anytime anything dies, it's making space for something new to come in. Because again, as I said earlier, without destruction, there is no creation sometimes. Um, So, and it's just also the cycle of life. So when we hit those moments, it can, yeah, it can be really hard to navigate those mm-hmm. kind of emotions and those feelings too mm-hmm. um especially in grieving because death like if you think about it, death can mean so many different things like death essentially is like um you know you could say it's a form of identity loss and a form of um of maybe letting go of something that maybe you thought was a part of who you are or maybe something that was incredibly important to who you are or all of those things and it's also like a sense of like safety and security too because i think by knowing that that person is there Mm -hmm. you have a sense of security in in this like that you can contact them you can spend time with them you know and when that person is gone you know or even a pet you know if that pet is gone Mm -hmm. then you no longer have that safety and security feeling that you can see them or talk to them. When, in fact, if you truly are connected to yourself, your soul, you recognize that they are just you. So how could you be at any point disconnected from yourself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to believe that you are is to believe that you could be and that manifests into a feeling of being disconnected from yourself, which is the feeling of grief. Yeah. So it's it's a weird it's a weird paradoxical thing, you know. Like you when you grieve you feel as though or when you when you are sad or, or upset you feel as though you just need to like feel more of that and be more of that and it's hard to get out of that because to be happy almost I feel like when I'm sad to to try to even feel happy is well, to not like that's not like giving yourself like the right self love, I think. Right, in that right, moment. right. Like because to try and force something right. that just isn't true in that moment. Like if you're feeling sad, then self love is giving your spell your yourself space. Your smelf. Yeah. To, your smelf. To be sad and to to understand and recognize that those tears and the angers and the frustrations that you're letting out is also an act of self love because you're releasing these energies from within you and you're you're opening up space for yourself to be in that lower i don't want to even say lower state but we'll it's just the best way i can describe it because we feel in like a lower state we feel really low we feel really heavy we feel somewhat empty sometimes depending on this kind of death that we're experiencing and death doesn't necessarily mean that you know, somebody has to physically die. Death can also mean, like, you know, like a a change in friendship or a change in job or a change of where you live or a change of, like, um, how a situation works within, like, home. I mean, it can mean so many different things. So, you know, when death does come, 
It should. I, I feel like I do my best to try and welcome it and understand that for this death to be happening, that must mean that there's something better that wants to be created. And I may not see it in this moment, but I also have to understand that I give myself that, that pep talk of like, hey, like this is happening for a reason. You may not understand it and you may not like it and you don't have to like it right now. But you do need to give yourself a minute to process this and to integrate this and to allow this transformation to happen because sometimes it just needs a minute. And sometimes it, when we give ourselves that space, the sooner we do it, the sooner we can find ourselves enjoying that next phase that this death brought us. Well, and so, like having the courage to like... And the strength. Be within the feels. Yeah, right? because feels and emotions are so... They can, Take them on. They can, you know. yeah, it can feel like a tsunami within yourself. Like, if yeah. you, and it can feel like, like we're your brain out of control. Is splitting in two. Well, yeah, and I yeah. feel like it's, it feels that way, I think, now because I think we've become disconnected on a cosmic conscious level mm-hmm. from what, you know, that I think our ancestors understood that these emotions were meant to be expressed but I also think that we were doing things to upkeep ourselves of our emotions because I feel like you know there's going to be times where we feel like we we lose it but I feel like if we're doing things an act of self-love for ourselves every single day when those death moments do happen maybe it doesn't be like maybe it isn't so dramatic maybe it don't be girl maybe it don't be maybe it, maybe don't, it be. Just don't be you know? you know maybe it's just more of an understanding or more of an acceptance and you can welcome it and celebrate it rather than you know but again i don't think for us to think that we'll never experience sadness in some point of our life that is like so untrue to, to, yeah. to well that's say, the thing is we can't it's root out of life it's yeah you can't of... root those things out I once believed you could, you know, but you can't. You can't. It, what what you can root out is your own sense your of suffering. Yeah, your and attachment your to it because yeah. it, suffering comes from attachment, right? Yes. So if you can let go of your attachments and recognize that it isn't the end, it isn't, you know, a, you know, because I I honestly think it's it's weird because it's like I feel as though sometimes the loss of a future that you wanted to have for yourself is almost greater than the loss of a person you know because like yeah a a person like you can almost feel like well i could like you know see them again in the afterlife but like experiencing a life here on earth that you want and then working so hard for it all your life and then it never happens like it's hard to like believe that you could ever have that again or have that chance again you know um so i th- i always think that sometimes people can get even more you know debilitatedly depressed and, and upset by you know life itself and their own expectations mm-hmm. of what life is going to bring for them yeah um, or what they can create for themselves i think having too much expectations can yeah. set us up for expectations really, is dis- it, can set, it can set us up for disappointment yeah. And because <clears throat> change is inevitable. Right. Change is the only constant in the universe. Yeah. But it doesn't mean well, that we'll never have expectations and we'll never be disappointed, which is like the, the like you like you said it's the paradoxical and the irony of it all. So, I think, you know, when we are in those moments, when we are in those heavy states of mind, 
I think the best thing for us to do is just to allow ourselves to be and to honestly ask questions within ourselves like, you know, maybe it's not so much of why is this happening, but what is happening? Like just mm-hmm. even just making peace with what is happening versus okay. trying to figure out why it's happening. Just let it happen first. And obviously make sure you're not doing anything like dangerous to harm yourself or to uh, harm others. And if you're feeling really heavy and low, please call and reach out to those that are there for you and love and support. There are many, I don't know any hotlines, this would like be a really great opportunity to like throw that in, but I did not think about that prior, prior to. But there are many hotlines created for this where there's people in your, our communities created to help people out of your really heavy situations if you are feeling truly isolated and alone. But, um, but when we are in those true moments of isolation and aloneness, I think the best thing for us to do is to just quiet ourselves. And, well, and that doesn't mean, like, yeah. you know, like, I think it's just, like, it's like a form of meditation by just being there. Again, well, it's just being. Just and the being other thing, too, is, like, recently we've discovered, you know, that there's a lot of studies coming out in favor of psilocybin mushrooms being used as a treatment for depression. depression. And Not other, just depression, you know, but so mental other illness. things, too. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting time to live in order to experience mm-hmm. um, the benefits of these natural medicines that our ancient cultures used to know fully everything about and have integrated into their culture um, have it come back around again you know I think it's going to be an interesting future um, because there's I feel like going to be a lot of people that want to cling to the previous way of going about life the status quo and then there's going to be a large portion of people that just want to push us Mm -hmm. forward and you know integrate a lot of these things into our daily lives and see the benefits of it materialize and once i think that starts happening you know then then it's like i think one of those big aha like well wait if all those people can do it, like, why can't I, you know, exactly. so then more and more people get interested in it, mm-hmm. and that says something about the collective consciousness as we continue to shift in that direction, and the more of us get tipped in that direction, we tip the scale, I mean, it's science, like, you look at, um, I'm serious, science. I know. I'm serious, <laughs> like, there's, there's, like, a tipping point within consciousness where if, enough of us I think it's like 50 to 60 percent enough if enough of us are within one mind about a particular um, understanding that idea spreads like wildfire through the rest of the consciousness you know it doesn't matter if you're on the other side of the world like you know the thought will just occur to you and and not like this instantaneous wave of everyone going like Oh, oh my god yeah you know, no it doesn't it's gonna work be like, like that it's gonna be different yeah, moments and different points but it right. will be around a similar time frame right and, you know it'll be a ripple kind of within time yeah people will start to kind of have experiences where they just go wait what the fuck you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that will push them in the right direction to where they need to go you yeah. know and then eventually if we can all get there then we can start making some real change and going like well hell why are we doing everything that we're doing in the environment why are we doing everything that we're doing yeah. ourselves you yeah. know like 
Why well, yeah, can't we just, like, chill? Yeah, because us destroying the environment is, an act, is not an act of self-love. Like, right. Because our environment, Mother Earth and nature, is us, too. So an act of self-love is also taking care of our planet, taking care of all, right. every living thing that's on here and protecting it, holding it sacred, um, you know, utilizing its abundance and magic. That's that is an interesting sound. Are you washing dishes or something? No. Here's like a... Spirits in the house. Maybe, or outside. Or I don't maybe know. outside. I don't, I don't know. It's a busy street. It, it's, it's probably both. I cleansed the house last night. So, okay. I mean, but there's it probably like still the be spirits in the house, I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah. You know? It could Anyways. be both. Anyway, so yeah, self love. So, so self love. So, yeah, self love. <laughs> so, we've talked a lot about the different. <laughs> Methods in which you and I both engage mm-hmm. in self-love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that you can even engage in self-love with other people in a group. You know, you don't need to oh, just for sure. focus on just time by yourself. You no, know? no. Even though that's important. That is important. But that's a good part of the equation. But Well, because active self-love is also understanding that we humans naturally want to connect and be around people. Right. So being around people that are like-minded. very like-minded or very on a similar path or, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to Or whatever. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to say. It's really important for you to also be around that, too, because mm-hmm. remember, these people are also a reflection of you, so you can also learn out things about yourself and as the whole while doing this as well, but then you're also doing things that bring you joy, doing things mm-hmm. that fulfill you. You know, I want to share an experience that we had recently um, that I think fits okay. this topic pretty well, so um, you invited me to the my my first uh, uh, circle yeah first and, like ceremonial uh, circle yeah it's like a for, ceremonial for circle the full moon. yeah for a full moon and so we went to this guy Rocky uh, Rocky's house and he had this big land that was just beautiful yeah I just really could not beautiful. believe that he had all of it to himself well I him and his party mm-hmm. and so um, you know we're going through the we did this whole circle ceremony with him and this pipe the ceremonial pipe that he hadn't brought out in like eight years he said he was called to do it spirit guides which i thought was just awesome yeah we got out there and like as soon as we walked out into the back when we were going to do this the ceremony we heard this eagle just like yeah it just did like a screech it was so cool and And he flipped out man he was like yeah 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 well because an eagle is one of his totems and so like loving it and it, it, it was in the area that we were headed to. He said this is where the grandmothers lived in the, yeah. in the backyard. And yeah. so when we went there, it was just like... A big energy lift. Together. Yeah. So anyway, we went through the whole thing. And then we checked out the back and went back to the front. And then we later on, after we were doing the... Uh, after we ate and everything, we went and did um, the... Uh, moon ritual mm-hmm. with uh, Mara yes and we've also daughter. had here on higher consciousness and, um, about transformation I was just looking around as people were whereas we were doing the ceremony and I was just <clears> seeing like everyone's different because everyone had a different approach to it you know Cal had his like staff with all of his stuff on it and he was just standing there you know sort mm-hmm. of like kind of swaying, swaying and yeah, like all that sort of like... stuff yeah 
So, yeah. uh, but then like it's great. All some of the other girls were just sort of like dancing and like swaying and like doing that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I had my flag. And some of so them were like do, doing the hands flag. up and then down and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's just all different expressions of this spiritual connection to self and uh, awareness. And I was just sort of taken by it myself, you know, because even when we were there were parts of it in, during the ritual where we were doing chanting along with, you know, the group. And I, you know, first time I'd ever done this, so I was doing my best to, like, pay attention to what they were saying, and, like, I, I had a little scotch before I did this, so I was just like, oh, God, I gotta, like, pay attention to words. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm got, I got this, and I was singing along. I was humming at first, but then I got the words, and we were doing the words. And as I was doing it, like, I was feeling it, you know, and I was thought to, I thought to myself, like, you know, okay, I can do my own thing, you know, because there was, I remember there was one point at it too when we were listening to music and everyone was kind of, yeah, you know, I, and I, like I got into that because I was like, yeah, it. dude, I like this, <laughs> you know, so it's just interesting. It was a beautiful, yeah, it was I, truly I, an act of self-love for yeah, you to come and be a part of that. It was an uncomfortable yeah. situation. And at you. first I was very uncomfortable. I wasn't really sure how to, because... We were the first ones there. It's always the locker room. Yeah, and we the first thought ones we there. were, and we thought we were um, gonna be late too. Right. And we ended up being so, the first. ones. but we had so some, funny. we had some private time with Rocky, which was nice. Yeah, I think so, that's what was meant to happen. You know, so we, but we were starting to make like corn husk dolls, and I'm not really into the crafty doll making stuff. So I was just like, all right, well, I'll, I'll go with this. You know, hey, it, it's a fun You're thing. Still good. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I wasn't worried about like making a great one or a not great one, you know, but it was, oh man, that there's a, bug, that I bug knew it. just I was went like, over the, the thing. Bug went, this bug oh, has man, been like crawling on my phone, phone and I've been like trying to there. like avoid killing there, it, there it during the you show, but like now it crossed my camera, so it crossed my it. limitation. Cross my limits. Yeah. So anyway, to me, it was like a big expression of self-love through a community or a collective of people mm -hmm. not only loving themselves but then loving each other each other and the the community and ceremonial at planet once. and the yeah land and the planet and, and the land and the heavens and the stars like and whatever everything the hell. everything it yeah. was really yeah that was a great experience it like, was great i enjoyed it a lot you know yeah. i just wish that the bugs weren't relentless and had to cut our things short however if they hadn't then we probably would have been all drenched and everything would have been watered, you know, soaked because we had this huge, like, setup in the middle with all four elements in the four corners, you know. The bug just wants you know, to be on camera. Know, he does. He's circling it just flew. <laughs> um, but right before the rain came, you know, we stopped because of the bugs and everybody grabbed their stuff and they cleaned up and everything. And then right after that, we brought everything back and the rain came. And what happened was, I forgot my keys, or at least I didn't forget them. No, they they fell just out fell out. Yeah. And I just was flipping out that I didn't have my keys, and it was yeah. dark, black, no light other than my phone. And raining. Raining. Um, so we're just searching around wherever, you know, and come to find out the keys had literally just gotten like hooked into my chair that I was sitting in, and it was back at the house. So I like, Trudged through their whole property in the dark rain 
for like what maybe 10 minutes yeah we were out minutes. there well because you kind of just took off and i remember thinking because like, i was freaking I out man go. i know and i was like i remember thinking like i can't let you go out there alone i gotta go out there with you and i felt like and help you look and stuff even though I, I didn't think they were out there but i think you were meant to have that experience you know it, but that was another experience of like i i was freaking out and having like a panic attack almost and i had to remind myself like Everything's going to be okay, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You're going to find the keys. Yep. Even if you don't, you have a place to stay. This guy is, like, welcoming, I'm sure, like, we'll be fine. Yeah, you we'll know? figure it out. And there I just had to There are people offering us to, like, help us out. Right. There are people out there take, helping us look take for us the home. keys. It's not like we were bust on a, in a the door. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, it was a... And I remember, too, in that moment, I was, like, there was a part of me that was really frustrated that it happened. Cause I, and then especially when you took off, and I'm, like... I remember thinking, like, I have to go out there. I can't just, like, stay here. And, like, I love myself enough to know that I love Dave and that Dave's important to me and that he needs to be maybe having, like, a little extra support right now because he is also myself, too. So I'm going to go out in the rain and help you look and be there with you in order to help you through. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I it was, was fine. freaking out. Yeah, and it was just one of those things where, like, I knew at a, at a certain point, like... Sure, at one point, like, just walking with me, swinging my arm, hand, holding my hand, and I thought to myself, like, I can't be this jovial, like, holy shit, like, I'm freaking out. I know, but I was just trying to, like, distract you. I was trying uh, to, like, change the, the energy, because, like, I knew we were going to find them. I knew that we were going to be okay. It's just... I think you just needed to have that experience because then you also had an experience with a spirit animal of yours yeah, that has bat, always like, been there. Yeah, right in front of my face, which yeah. was nuts. Um, I, I wasn't really... I, it's funny, too, because most of that time I was, like, walking with the light on the ground. And all of a sudden I just, like, looked up and I shined it up and that was when the bat was like... Phew. I was like, Whoa! Right in front of my face. Yeah. So. Just pretty, it, it's pretty gnarly because they, because, you know, they, they fly with echo. Uh, I forgot what echo it's. Echo location. Yeah, with echo location. So, you know, it's interesting that it was willing to fly that close to you. That's not very, I would say, usual of an animal to do. So, but it was your well. spirit animal that came to you. And then it ended up being, when we looked it up, it ended up really correlating with, like, what you were doing in that I know, moment. <laughs> which is pretty wild. Yeah, I remember that. That was oh, pretty wild. Oh, so great. Pretty so, wild. So, yeah. So, self-love can be... Self-love is many... Self-love is many things. But overall, self-love is essential and the root to, I think, everything. Because when we love ourselves, we can love everything else. And we can love everything else with much more gratitude and much more abundance, with much more compassion and understanding if we don't. And that includes loving ourselves during those times where it is heavy and it is hard. I cannot tell you how many times that I've had some panic attacks or had some purge moments, like through like like, like taking psychedelics. I had this really extreme mushroom trip that was very heavy and I Super knew heavy. that in the moment and in that space that I needed to just cry it out I needed to let it out I needed to 
purge because I love myself enough to know that I can't hold this in any longer because if I were to hold it in, I would just like fucking feel like I'm exploding inside and want to crawl out of my skin and just everything. So, you know, it takes time, uh, I think, for us to build up that if we've never loved ourselves before. So that's the other thing, too, with self-love. If you've never loved yourself before, you you will meet yourself in opposition as well. And it's up to us to to work through those things or to push through those things or to remind ourselves and to pick ourselves up and to, to kind of be in balance like with the overall goal that you're trying to achieve because yeah loving yourself does require expansion and uncomfortability and vulnerability yeah no absolutely well and, <clears throat> and honesty that, but that and is truth. that is true for all kinds of forms of love and, mm -hmm. and a relationship with love you know like even a relationship with a hobby that you have you know like mm -hmm. my i know for myself i have a relationship specifically with art and create my create my own creativity. Yeah. And that in and of itself needs to be nurtured. And I mean, I have it altered to that. That means in and going of to Michaels. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Michaels. They got they got me under their freaking spell with their buy one get one on campus sales. Back off, Michaels. They know. Quit trying to steal my money. They're not. They're not stealing it if you're willingly giving it to but them. But that's the problem. <laughs> Can you imagine? They figured out the best criminal scheme ever. They're like, oh, we, we could just like convince them to give us the money. Mm. Buy one, get one. <laughs> but isn't that like what they do though? Like, yeah, no, it's exactly <laughs> what they do. So interesting. Anyway, we've reached the end of the show, and I think That's that we've that. comprehensively covered self love and some ways that if you are struggling with self-love, how to connect back with it. Yes. Which is very important for all of us to do because we can't save the world until you save yourself first. Yes, that is so true. That is right. so, so true. So thank you so much for listening and or watching. If you're on, on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and like this video and hit that bell notification so you can stay up to date with any time we upload a video. Same thing with podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, podcasters. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys really loved our last season. From mm -hmm. We were looking at almost the 100 listens to the last uh, episode of that season. Yeah. Crazy out which of nowhere. Is, yeah, which is so, very out of nowhere. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see that we had so many people uh, listen to that. So thank you yeah. so much, podcast peeps, because right. you've been here, the root of it all. And subscribe and listen anywhere on any podcast streaming service, obviously. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Better Butter Brothers, for providing us a great sherb cake um, this time around. I'm trying to be more conscious to, to try and like remember to give them those shout-outs. Because well, sometimes yeah. we get high and kind of forget. <laughs> yeah, it's hard sometimes. It really is. It is, because well, we have so much to share. And so well, if you know. haven't already found us on Insta, please find us. It's on it's higher underscore consciousness underscore talk. Oh. And then if you want to find our website, it's higher dash consciousness dash talk.com now remember and we're doing the, the micro shows on our insta so that's right wake and bakes and make and bakes well you want since you're why don't you tell them about that well wake and bakes are on thursdays at noon we're just gonna like have our little morning ritual here along with the little marijuana and then uh, only a half hour show yeah it's only a half hour show a little micro dose mm -hmm. and then uh we're gonna do the, a similar thing on friday except for uh, instead of just 
hanging out eating breakfast desserts or whatever we decide to eat for our wake and bakes because we do have snacks but Fridays we're making stuff we make all kinds of art because we're artists and yep. last week I was gluing plastic bag mushrooms and you were painting something right I was making bundles oh you were making bundles that's yeah, right I was making bundles from my wedding bundles which I, I should uh, take a photo and upload that you really so should can... Elizabeth you yeah really I should. made 14 bundles my from boy. our from my the good god gracious yeah, it's actually, they came out pretty cool. I'm very happy with how they came out, actually. Right on. Uh, so, yeah, so definitely tune in into both of those things. And then if you want to contribute to A Meaningful Dreams Indiegogo for Let's Take a Trip, visit A Meaningful Dreams website at ameaningfuldreams.com, mm -hmm. and you'll get the direct link there to my Indiegogo. It'll be running up until October 22nd of 2022. These are pre-orders, oh. and it'll be done in nine months, which is June 2022. So thank you so much for listening and watching. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. You got to take a photo after. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I gotta stop this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Listen to more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.